All right, so let's talk about functional fitness. <laughs> and let's talk about life, because I don't understand how anyone can meditate for hours a day. By the way, I've been that guy. I also don't, I can't comprehend how people can spend hours in the gym every day. And by the way, I've been that guy. But that was a whole other lifetime ago, actually two separate lifetimes ago. And uh, let's call them my 20s and teens. And I noticed something, you know, in a way, both those behaviors had me moving forward, but in a bigger way, they also had me hiding, at least for a while. I'm going to tell you about my fitness routines here real quick. Ready? My first one takes between five and nine minutes every morning. And what I do is uh, two minutes of planking. Uh, The key with planking, guys, isn't to go for longer minutes. It's to go for more involvement. Uh, Seriously. (laughs) Yeah, go, you know, work for a minute, work for a minute. Probably you're going to start out at 30 seconds, maybe 20 if you're doing it right. But focus on length in your body while you're doing it. Uh, Next bit I do, I do what's called cat and cow. I do what's called up and down dog. And I also do something called happy puppy. Those are just ways to articulate the spine really quick. About 10 reps of each. I also do some other stretching. One thing I call a jackknife. I really don't know what to call it. I'm just standing with my feet a little wider than shoulder width apart. I put my hands on the ground and basically form a triangle. And what I feel like is like I'm pushing down with my hands while my ass is being pulled up in the air. It's a fascinating stretch. It's not about just bending over and touching your toes. These are total experiences that stretch and strengthen at the same time the entire body. So that's what I do first, yeah, I don't know, five to nine minutes of the day while the coffee's getting ready, right? Next, I go to the pool for an hour a day. And I'm down to swimming two laps and experiencing exhaustion from that. What I do when I swim, I've developed two different swim strokes at this point. And one of them has me doing isometric contractions of either my lats, my pecs, or my triceps with every movement. Uh, It burns me out pretty quick. And it's transforming my body. I also try to spend about 20 minutes in the cold pool. Uh, that causes all sorts of cool things to happen metabolism-wise. In the warm pool, I do a couple things. One I call horizontal squats. I hook my feet under the bar, and I, and I got a pool noodle under my uh, upper back, under my shoulders, and I do 20 squats like that, keeping the knees underwater. Uh, that stretches and strengthens everything. It's fascinatingly hard, if done well. I'll make some videos of these and a couple other little Pilates-inspired exercises. But here's the thing. My actual exercise routines throughout the entire day probably only amount to 20 minutes. I also jog in the pool. I do eight laps back and forth. Actually, four. takes about eight minutes. So 20, 30 minutes max per day of what I would call movement, deliberate movement. And all of that involves me exploring my body and involving more and more of it with every movement. I'm not just doing reps. I'm not just doing sets. Sets and reps are isolation by definition. A rep is an isolated movement. A set of reps is an isolated number of those. What I'm doing is exploring with every motion, involving more with every motion. And what's happening with my body uh, more and more involvement. 
men, we suffer from isolation. <laughs> and, and we try to do isolation exercises that isolate movements and muscles in the body. I want you to explore involvement physically. Strengthening and lengthening at the same time. If you're not strengthening and lengthening at the same time, you see, here's what happens. When I look at men, I see two kinds of men. I see long, lanky men. I mean, they're like, yeah, I know someone's going to, you're going to write inaudible in there. That's okay. But I see long, lanky men. They sort of look like marionettes. I also see these stocky muscle guys that move like muscular Muppets. Uh, and there's the third kind of Muppet. It's just a Muppet man, but forget that for now. But when I hear about men wanting to get skinny, that disturbs me because skinny isn't strong. Skinny is lean. Skinny is spending less than you make. I'd rather have you double your income and then double your income again so you can spend a lot more and save a lot more and come visit me a lot more. Bring me some smokes just for fun. Meanwhile, long and strong, how do you lengthen and strengthen? How do you expand what you do every day? God, I remember when I couldn't write an email, I didn't dare ask for the sale. I've become the kind of guy I can churn out you know, really good ad copy. I can write articles that change lives. I, I write ad copy. My ad copy blesses people because it takes them on a journey where they change before they even buy a product. I couldn't do that 20 years ago. I've developed some skills. I've lengthened and strengthened mentally, physically, emotionally. How do you do that? By the way, I, I talk to girls. I talk to a lot of them. And most of them really aren't into the lanky guy. Most of them really aren't into the muscle-bound guy that can't move. You know what they're into? A guy that's long and strong. Watch how a sexy woman, watch how a sexy man moves. They're long, they're relaxed, they're so actually somewhat slow. Confident long. They're not muscle-bound. They're not just like, sort of falling apart. So that's it, guys. By the way, 627, 628, the amount of time it takes me to do my morning exercises is about the length of this podcast. And I don't even like calling them exercises. Let's just call them adventures in movement, exploring and expanding in movement. That's good fun. So let me toss that out to you today. And uh, by the way, the other thing I love about the pool, I want you to think about gravity. Because of faulty movement and faulty posture, because of chronically being tight in specific areas of your body, you're fighting against gravity all day. On the other hand, if you just start, I, a lot of what I do in the pool is I just float with my pool noodle underneath my armpits. And I notice, what's, what am I holding up that I can let the water hold up? Here's some bonus gold for you. What am I holding up that I can let the water hold up? And that, oh, that just invites not just relaxation, but suspension. Think suspension structure, right? Look at like the Golden Gate Bridge or uh, Bucky Fuller's uh, that Big Ball at Disneyland, whatever it's called, I can't remember. So uh, look at stuff like that. Literally, you are a tensegrity structure. And if you start exploring and experiencing that, I swear to God, when I'm in the pool and I let that pool noodle hold my body up and the water suspend everything and I let everything sink and stretch and not just relax, but, but 
there's a feeling there that I don't have the words for yet. But when I let that happen, I swear to God, I can feel tissues around my internal organs stretch and release and strengthen. And what if that was one of the things that prevented you from having a heart attack or helped your liver work better or let your intestines like actually, instead of being cramped, let the environment that they're in actually be more functional. All right, functional fitness. Have a lovely day. See ya.